So this year, I'm really focused on my health, sticking to a routine, and that's why I've been loving Symbiotica. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies out right now, and they're one of the only brands that are wholly committed to your health. They don't use any seed oils, no preservatives or toxins in their supplements. They source the best ingredients from all around the world, and they're super easy to take when you're on the go. They also taste good. I try to stay really consistent with my morning routine and something that I always include is taking my supplements every single day. I've been taking these Symbiotica supplements and loving them. My goal has been to support my immune system with the supplements that I've been taking. So I've been taking them every morning with my coffee and my breakfast. Joe does as well. And I've been really loving the results that I've been seeing. My routine, I have my eggs in the morning, I take a Symbiotica and I'm ready to take on the day, hit the gym, I'm more alert, I just feel good. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use Bachelor for 15% off your subscription order. I think when, when you're in a relationship, being able to travel with somebody is like one of the best things you could do. I agree. I think some of our best memories together are exploring new places and relaxing somewhere on a beach. So we've been working with the brand Beachbound Vacations to find our next perfect beach vacation. And instead of spending hours searching for your perfect beach, take the perfect beach finder quiz and let Beachbound do the heavy lifting for you. Go to beachbound.com to get started today. I mean, I love it. I can't wait for our next vacation. To get started, go to beachbound.com, click be the first to try, and then select take our quiz. MTV's official challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back, happy hour listeners, and happy hump day. Now, Rachel, I have to say Wednesdays are just getting so much better now that we have The Bachelorette back on the air. And I feel like this is the perfect time. Everyone needs a little midweek pick-me-up. And so I'm glad that it actually changed to Wednesdays for a little bit. Um, but speaking of pick-me-ups, you know who else has given me a little pick-me-up vibe? Easy! Easy! You know, Everybody's favorite contestant this season. He is. He just. He's just like so full of life and it's just like this great character i mean i talked about him briefly last week um because he was one of the guys from the intro packages that really stuck out to me and of course we had to have him on this week because i feel like like i said he's so full of life every time i watch him i feel like i want to drink a red bull or like chug 14 cups of coffee or just like <laughs> have an iv of easy in me because he's just like that lovable and it just portrays through the screen so i can't wait to have him on and uh hopefully his energy rubs off on us today i i don't know how it can't right he just seems like his energy just comes through the tv screen and this is this is important for all the bachelor happy hour listeners to pay attention to we always talk about the one who gets like first impression rose or we think has a super big connection with the lead or the crier or the victim or the messy one the bully whatever it may be but you don't talk about the narrator. You got to pay attention to who's narrating the season. One, that means they're a favorite of the franchise, I'll just tell you right now. But two, it means their voice is important and it's respected. And if you've been watching these last two episodes, you know that Easy is the narrator. So we're so excited to have our boy Easy come on. He's going to chat about everything that went down in last night's episode and hopefully give us some inside scoop. Because I have some questions. I feel like there's some there's some things that are missing. And hopefully Easy can fill us in on that. We'll ask him to step into his narrator role. I'm so excited to have him on because you said it perfectly. He's so involved. I feel like we see so much of him, but in such a positive way. Like He's not really getting involved in the drama in a bad, negative way. He just is easygoing. I think Claire likes spending time with him. And so, yeah, I definitely want to pick his brain. He's been somebody that I've been wanting to talk to for a while, so I can't wait. But before we have him on, let's do a quick little recap because we saw a lot go down last night. Um, I, di I didn't think that 
anything could really top the premiere. Like, let's be honest, there's so much that happens night one. Uh, but this episode is up there and it's only week two. So we just have to dive in. Let's start recapping from the top because we saw this teaser go down where no surprise here. Claire, Claire and Dale got hot and heavy, but then I feel like there's pandemonium breaking loose. Like all the guys are running around kind of like bashing Dale a little bit, not quite sure what's going on with their relationship. Um, so I think we have to get into that because it's very still on theme with Claire being very, very into Dale. Yeah. I mean, the thing, what I do love about this season, and we kind of talked about this a little bit, is that they're giving us so much. But if they're giving us this much, that means there has to be something that we're not getting. Mm -hmm. And I also appreciate that they know as viewers, we're not dumb. There are so many rumors swirling around in regards to who's a bachelorette, who's not, who picked who, all these things. And they're playing into that, which I think makes this season even more fun to watch. Mm -hmm. So we get these crazy teasers. Every promo that has come out for Claire's season has been straight fire. I'm loving every <laughs> single minute of it. I mean, here at work, we talk about it all the time. We're like, did you see the new promo? Even people who don't even watch the season are into this. You know, kudos to the Bachelor franchise. Y'all are killing it. But I do have to say that I believe that some of the drama we're seeing is not quite what we think it is, mm -hmm. right? Like, I feel like they're giving us all the high moments in the teaser, but it's not going to be quite what we think it is, except for that Dell part, right? Where the guys are questioning Dell. Yeah. I need to understand what that's about. Well, and it's so interesting because last week we kind of, I mean, you definitely hit the high points on your favorite quotes. I mean, when Chris Harrison says, congratulations, <laughs> you've blown up the Bachelorette. But this week, there's a couple that stuck out to me. One being Riley when he says, there is no we, there is no us, there is no me and you. And so, of course, when they're showing this, they make it seem like it's for Dale. But, you know, we'll get into that because it's really that's little... interesting. That's what you thought it was. I thought he was they made it seem like he was talking to Claire. Oh, really? I don't know why. I don't know why. I was like. Yeah, I thought he was talking to Claire. One other part that stuck out to me was Yosef when he says, you're crazy. And in my mind, when I'm watching this back, I'm like, honey, you better not be saying this to the Bachelorette. And you hopefully are saying this to one of the dudes because that is not going to go over well with Claire. We know how Claire probably would react to that as any woman would. Um, so that's something. The teaser was crazy. It was leaves a lot to the imagination. So I think we should just get past that and get into the dates because... Uh, I think the first date that we saw, the love language one was perfect for Claire, especially coming out of quarantine where she has not seen or touched mm. anyone in months. Whoever put this date together was so smart to do it as the very, very first date. Yeah, I, I, I thought also, you know, part of watching this season is how are they going to get creative with the dates? They can't travel. What are they going to do? And then once again, they knock it out of the park with this date, which was so relevant, but also so fun to watch if you're a viewer, not if you're the men that are in the room. So my question <laughs> yeah. to you is we first see them, you know, give words of affirmation and speak to her. Who do you think had the best speech? Um, oh, I'm trying to think who went first. Was it? Why am I blanking on his name? Was it Ben? It was Ben. Ben. And, and that's who impressed me the most. Yeah. So Ben went first. And I thought he I mean. Like, he hit it the nail on the head right away. So on that date, let's just go through it really quick. So for anyone not watching, it was Ben, Bennett, Dale, Ivan, Jordan C., Riley, Yosef, Zach C., and Zach J. So, uh, yeah, Ben was the best. I felt like it was heartfelt. He really set the standards high, I think, to begin with. Everything there on after that kind of fell short. Um, obviously, we saw Claire really wanting to hear from Dale and... You know, she's just enamored with him. She's so drawn to him. So she was excited. She mentioned in one of her interviews that she that's who she most wanted to hear from. But I think Ben, for words of affirmation, took the cake in that one. Mm. Did you like Dell's speech? Uh, I was underwhelmed. Underwhelmed. Perfect word. Mm -hmm. He was rambling. I was I was like, OK, I can only imagine how hard it is to be in a room and you hear everyone go mm -hmm. and then you have to go. It gets all in your mind. But I thought, OK. Here comes Dell, mm -hmm. and there went Dell. I went, yeah. I went right back to Ben. Yeah, underwhelmed. Perfect word. Yeah, and you know, like you said, I'm sure it's one thing to have to open up and express your feelings on a first date. Like that's not common. Most people don't really get that 
that deep and heavy on a first date, let alone having to do it in front of multiple men that you're living with. I could see why mm-hmm. it would be awkward. I was like trying to put myself in their shoes. Like if I was on this date, what would I say? It's difficult because you don't really know this person yet. Like you've only had one night with yeah. them. And so it's, it would be tough. Um, So I just kept trying to remember, like I kept, tr- I, I wanted them to give me more, but then I'm like, give them some grace. This is the very first date of the season. Um, but I will say, once we got past the words of affirmation into the, uh, well, I thought it was cute. What was it? Uh, the, uh, the touch? What, not the touch. Before that, where they had to go back to the villa, get a little gift. Was it acts of service? Not acts of service. Yes, um, it was gifts. Yes, it was gifts. Yeah, I thought that was cute. I thought it was thoughtful. Some of them w- brought out cute gifts, like the guy with the chess piece and the first baseball when Riley gave her the, or his last baseball game that he ever played. That was sweet. Um. But yeah, I mean, obviously it was it was planned, right? Because why the hell would Riley have bring his baseball with him? Right. Why the hell would Zach J have boxes mm-hmm. on boxes on boxes? I was That's thinking, a- Rachel, if this if you were one of the contestants on the state, what would you have brought the lead? I Well, one, we I would hope that we were prepped like these guys, I'm assuming, were to bring something. And I, you know what? I take this back. I'm pretty sure that they did say to us, bring something that means a lot to you that you want to carry with you. Mm-hmm. I honestly don't know what I would have brought. That's a, that's a, I was thinking that as I was watching. I don't know, Becca. Do you know? Uh, well, first that would be Minnow, but I'm not ready to give her up. <laughs> so, right. Cause no. I wouldn't want to go too deep yeah. because I don't know you like that yet. Well, the, this is so embarrassing. I've talked about this on my Instagram, but I still sleep with my baby blanket and and that's like the most important thing probably after Minnow to me at, in my house. But I would also not part with that. I'd be like, I don't know you well enough. You are not getting a piece of this baby. I blanket. would hope Claire gave those things back, right? Like if you didn't pick some one of these men that was on the date, I really hope you gave them back. Surely, surely. And don't be ashamed. I still sleep with a Care Bear named Grumpy. Okay? Adam's his birth. Adam's his birth. Ah, and um, we're going to part with it. Um, but yeah, I guess physical touch. We have to get into that because that was, that was the, the moment of this date. So did I miss that none of the guys kissed her during physical touch? It didn't seem like it. Some of them, I think, kissed her cheek and her neck and got in there. I didn't like no it. One, well, that's what I was wondering. I was waiting for somebody to go in for the kiss because there's always that one person and no one did. And I wonder if that was one of the rules up front where Chris is like, okay, use other parts of your body, like really show her, but just don't, you know, go for the gold at this point. Yeah, because they probably just would have kissed. So this made it a little bit more sensual. Okay, I changed my mind. Becca changed my mind. I like that. And I love that she has a strong sense of smell and she can smell them because I'm, <laughs> I'm the same way when it comes to people. Uh, but I thought it was so funny to watch like Ivan, who was clearly uncomfortable mm-hmm. with the entire... Like, honestly, I would have turned and put my head in a corner. Mm-hmm. You know, did did anybody try to look away? Did anybody try to cover their eyes, did, like or ears or whatever? I and don't then, know. Like I don't such rule so. followers, right? Like I would have turned around and faced the corner. Yeah, I, yeah. I I would have been hiding behind a tree or something. Also, I feel like if I was one of the contestants and had to blindfold and do, touch somebody, I would like get a awkward. I'd be like, I would go for the butt grab or something. Yeah, and 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 you know what too. We got to talk about another failure on Dell's part. I'm just looking at this. Let's go back to the gifts. Dell gave her puppy perfume. <laughs> now I'm now I'm 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 analyzing. I'm giving Dell a harder time, and I'm analyzing him with a keen. I like with with. I'm really like giving like scrutinizing him because mm-hmm. you know the rumors are out there swirling. So I'm obviously anybody who's watching is like zeroed in on Dell. Mm-hmm. I mean, for goodness sake, she said I met my husband after, and I was like. Puppy perfume? I didn't think that that was a thing. I mean, did he did he just make that up? Puppy perfume? Once again, in the words of Becca Kufrin, underwhelmed. I just, oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so we go on to the group date that night. Um, I think the, the guy that stood out most to me was Riley. I mean, I really like Riley. I... I just, I like that he took the moment to still have this physical touch, like to still dance with her and just make her feel calm. I mean, obviously she was, 
her thoughts were stirring in her head because she thought none of these dudes wanted to hang out with her and talk to her that night. So I thought he did a great job of showing up. I never had that experience. Did that happen to you? No, no, but I always thought it would. Thankfully, somebody always pulled me away right away. I think yeah. they just realized the importance of time. But yeah, it was, I found it very, very strange that everyone just sat there for a little bit. Yeah, like why didn't any of the guys step up? I just... I. I and- I don't it obviously was real because it noted it affected Claire. She couldn't even have a conversation with whoever it was she was talking to. I don't remember because of the way the guys were acting. And mm-hmm. I like to think that, you know, like maybe Adele, you know, let me get some Dell some positive points here, you know, probably didn't want to step up because he had had so much time with her and maybe was trying to give the other guys a chance. But mm-hmm. still, like, it's so weird. And I also find that extremely unattractive. That no one stepped up and grabbed her. Right yeah, away. I know. Yeah. I know. I will. And it's like the people by now kind of know the name of the game. Every night when you have a moment, you go for it. So I didn't understand why everyone was just sitting back. I felt so bad for her. But um, I think once she addressed it, that's the thing. Claire is so great about addressing these men in any sort of given scenario. And because I probably would not have reacted that way. I would have said some like weird, awkward joke, throwing myself under the bus. And so I really like how assertive she is. Um, and they, they listened. They took yeah. it to heart. So Well, some of them listened. <laughs> Not all of them, yes. Then you had <laughs> Joseph. What do, what do you think about him? Because, like, this is where we start to see mm-hmm. his true colors. I'm not a fan. And I'm not going to lie. I'll... Even night one, I wasn't a huge fan. I mean, we talked about him in the drama with... Who was it last week? Tyler C. I mean, granted, yeah. like, that wasn't really drama. Um, yeah, he. I just... Mm, I'm not a fan. And and yeah. he's, he he's starting to obviously rub me the wrong way. Um we see him slowly slowly spiral downward real quick in this episode. So we saw Riley get the group date rose and then we go on to the one-on-one, the first one-on-one of the season with Jason. I'm really glad she picked Jason for this one. I really liked the date that they had planned. I love the date that uh Claire and Jason had because it might have been one of the deepest dates mm-hmm. I've ever seen a contestant have, especially the first one. Yes. Yeah. And were you shocked she picked Jason? Because we know he came out with the belly and he was the mm-hmm. pregnant guy. And like that could have gone horribly wrong. But obviously it did something to Claire and it really, really impressed her. Yeah. Well, I think she picked him. I mean, I, I, I will say I was shocked because, yeah, night one, he just seemed so humorous and easygoing um but she did say she saw herself in him and and they had a lot of similar tendencies of you know kind of resorting to humor when things aren't always going their way or as planned or if things get tough um so i think that's why she did choose him and yes it was definitely for the first week and the first one-on-one it was heavy i feel like the things that they talked about and admitted to each other and opened up about are things that we don't see until right like a second date maybe you know like even closer to hometowns i would say it was a lot and so but i really enjoyed jason i he pleasantly surprised me he was able to do what she was asking together without i think getting awkward or shutting it down um so I feel like they were a good team. I loved the fact that they burned the dress. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to be there right there with them. I still have my dress from the bachelor season when I got engaged to, and it's just sitting there and I'm like, I should have been there. Can I just like we have some burn of this extra? You timber? have your dress that mm-hmm. you got engaged to? Yeah. Listen, we got to have a burn party. Said, Nothing but a word. I'll come <laughs> over tonight. And we can burn that sucker. <laughs> well, it's, yeah, no, we should. Somebody actually DM'd me like last year and she was getting married for a second time and wanted a black dress for the wedding. And she's like, can I have it? I'm like, I don't think you want that juju. Like, I don't think you want to no, walk down the don't. aisle with this dress. And so, you don't. but I'm all, I'm all for, I've talked about this many times, like in the past with my, with my girlfriends back in Minnesota, we've had burn parties when people break up with somebody and so mm-hmm. I was like, this is my kind of date let's do it let's do it i love it we'll plant uh to be continued you guys we, we <laughs> will document on the socials but back to jason and claire what i just like kind of like piggybacking on what you said 
What I loved is that Jason wasn't afraid mm-hmm. to tell, or maybe he was, but he powered through that to tell Claire some of the things, like using words like manipulative and selfish and unable to love how people have described him. Mm-hmm. And he trusted her with that. And then she didn't break that trust. Like he mm-hmm. didn't scare her by telling her those things. And I thought it was a really beautiful moment between the two. Mm-hmm. And even if Claire doesn't pick Jason at the end of this, I think that Jason can always look at that moment and say, you know what? I don't have to be afraid to tell women, you know, some of the scary things mm-hmm. because the right one won't run away from it. Mm-hmm. I just, I loved that, that whole moment. Once again, <laughs> kudos <laughs> on a great date. It was a great date. It was meaningful. And I feel like that's a lot of what we're seeing in these, these episodes. Like mm-hmm. this episode, particularly, we saw deep, rich conversations mm-hmm. and Bachelor Nation is always saying we don't have anything to talk about. And that might be true over these last couple of seasons, but you cannot say that about Claire's season. Right. And we'll get to that when that we saw that happen in this episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and maybe chalk it up to, and I don't even want to say because Claire's older. I think she just is mature. She's lived life. She knows what she wants. And so are these guys. They're a little bit older. And so I love the depth that we're seeing. I feel like it's something that we haven't really had much in the past couple seasons. And so it's so refreshing to see. Um it's so funny we pivot from this very heavy deep you know connective date to uh strip dodgeball it's it's called a balance right like that was a little heavy for us that was a lot there was screaming there was burning there was you know like the breaking of the tablet Mm -hmm. so we needed to lighten the mood and for this we thank you (laughs) we thank you for the strip dodgeball so we see the the blue team just get demolished mm-hmm. by the red team. And what I also loved about this is that Claire was like, nope, I'm setting the rules and this is what I want because mm-hmm. this is what you see. And I, I know, I know people are going to have their opinions on the fact we're going to have some Yosefs in the room. We'll just put it that way. Mm-hmm. You know, you're either a Claire or a Yosef in this situation. And I love what Claire did. I thought it was, it was her decision. It was empowering. She set her own rules. If you didn't want to play by them, you didn't have to. We all have a choice here. Mm -hmm. And I love that the guys were just like having fun with it. It wasn't to me. And because I really want to hit on this because I feel like it's going to be an issue. It was in jest and I didn't really see it sexualized Mm -mm. in a way that I know, like in the way that Yosef talked about it or being humiliating. It wasn't that way. And I'm curious as to your thoughts. Yeah, no, it was all in good fun. I never got... I never got like cringy. Like it never to me was borderline. Like this is inappropriate. I think the guys were laughing, having fun. Claire and Chris were laughing, having fun. I mean, they, like they weren't fully naked. They had these little, what? Like jock they straps. Had, like, yeah. They, they were strapped. They were strapped in, strapped you know, and in. there were, and there were black boxes for all the viewers at home. The kids may be watching. Maybe this one will be rated TV 14, maybe an MA. I don't know. I do have a complaint. Were- I oh. did want to see more. I didn't like the <gasps> black boxes. I wanted to see Becca, the buttons. I wanted to see what Becca we were working Kufrin, with. Becca you naughty girl. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was, who was she talking about? Uh, Kenny, when she's like, just look at his butt. And Chris just looks and I'm like, can we just zoom in on this a little bit? Poor Chris. He should have had on sunglasses or something. Like, talk about, I know he hated this. Worst group date ever for Chris Harrison? That one. Think of what he's been subjected to. He has to watch all of these men blindfold them and slowly, sensually touch Claire. And then on the flip side, half these men have to strip down to their little skivvies. And hey, guarantee you. Chris, if you ever need somebody to host for the next season of The Bachelorette, for dates like this, you know who to call. This girl this right is, here. Yeah, this is where you call in the sub. You tag team. You get out of there. Because I guarantee you, he's in contract negotiations after this season. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee it. Okay, so we all had, we definitely all had a good time on that group mm-hmm. date. Uh, but there were some people who didn't. You know, when the losers went home, which can I just say really quickly that I appreciated that finally the franchise acknowledges the winners of the group date mm-hmm. and doesn't let everybody go on the group date. Mm-hmm. I fell victim of that. I understood Crystal when she was upset about that. It was nice to see the losers go home. Mm-hmm. So they go home and they cause a big stir. Not yeah. a big stir, a stir with one person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that was Yosef. who was clearly upset. Oh, um, no, two of them, because Blake. 
Blake, Blake is like a sad little puppy. It's so, it's like, <laughs> but it's but I but no, like if here for the wrong reasons was a person, it would be Brandon, and we'll get we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. But if here for the right reasons was a person, it would be Canadian Blake, and I appreciate that about him. So his feelings are clearly hurt. Love that they made him do the interview naked. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, with the same. strap on. I was like, don't give that him his was, pants back. Right. Shout out to the producer behind the camera for that. <laughs> Uh, that was really funny to see. So we we get to the cocktail party and the men are very grateful because it's a limited number of men. So they're happy about the time that they're going to get to spend with Claire uninterrupted by the other however many men went home on the date. Six, seven men. All right. And then we see we see Blake, Canadian Blake, mm-hmm. crash the date. I, I called up. it. I knew it was going to happen. This, when they were showing the guys meander home and they were walking naked, looking all bummed, I knew because from last week when Claire talked about him breaking the rules, I had this feeling. I was like, he's going he's gonna to crash the cocktail party tonight. I, I was completely lost. Good job, Becca. I didn't see it at all. But he crashes, and it looks like it really crashed on him, right? Mm-hmm. Claire didn't seem like she seemed caught off guard. She seemed uncomfortable. She really didn't seem like it was really cringeworthy, especially when he went in for the kiss. Like he really tried I to go know. all in and Claire <laughs> stiff armed him. I mean, I was shocked. I thought, Mike, I'm, I'm honestly surprised he didn't just leave that date, hop in the Cadillac and go home. Oh, he was shaking. What his hope? He was, he was so sure he was going home. What hope did he have after mm-hmm. that? All right. Then we see Brandon, somebody I thought was a front runner. And all of this and was so shocked. Then he started to look like me from catfish to me as the date continued to go on. It was weird. I never saw that before. Uh But it's all need. So (laughs) we get to Brandon. Be money. AKA here for the wrong reasons. Here for the wrong reasons. If Mm -hmm. it was a person. Yikes. Uh, Your take on Brandon. I just don't understand. Like. You know, regardless on how much you know about the lead, like, you still can talk more about them than just their looks, regardless of who it is. And he fell so short. He was, like, already buried underneath the ground. Like, I just, I don't understand it. Like, you are a man. Like, you clearly made it this far. Like, you went through casting, talking to people about being on The Bachelorette. So, like, why wouldn't you sat down with Claire and she asks you why you're here and he just goes, well, you're a beautiful woman. It's like, mm-hmm. I'm glad she sent him home. I was sitting there thinking this is so cringeworthy and he could do so much better than this. Mm. This is what happens when you're attractive and you don't have to put any effort in with women because they always come to you. That mm-hmm. was his. He just tells people what they want to hear and they don't challenge him on that. That's what I love about Claire. And I feel like that's what we're going to continue to see. Mm-hmm. Claire is like, you know what? I know who I am and I'm calling you on the BS. Yeah. Um, he deserved no chances. It was very matter of fact. Claire n- wasted no time. And I love she didn't skip a beat. She sent him home after that. It was the worst. But also so like for Claire, it was a power move for him. It was like, bruh, like go home with your tail tucked in between your legs. And like, honestly, though, wow. I don't think the guys were shocked. And that's the thing. It's like maybe Maybe that's just him. Like like you said, he's just used to kind of sitting back, like good looking, not putting in much effort. And yeah, he's gotten good rinse. We he's the one he's B money, right? We had so much hope for him when we were going through bios. Oh, Was this the now, same guy? Now B I think so, and now B Money sounds cringe. Yeah. Like he's a cringy dude. Now I know I know exactly the type of man he is. The way that they're portraying Bennett. I believe with the scarf and the Rolls Royce <laughs> and all of that, that's probably really Brandon. And Bennett's like just like a fun loving guy, which is why they can joke with him about that. I mean, talk about a wet towel personality, Ugh. nothing to offer. Yeah. And then to say to Claire, can we not talk about that? I can know. we not talk about me? Like this this guy is like awful. I wanted to like knock on his face on my screen and be like, hello, Earth to Brandon. Do you know there's where nothing you there. are? No, nope, you are on a TV show. There. It's called The Bachelorette. Welcome. Nothing there. Nothing there. <sighs> yeah. So rightfully so, he went home. Thank God he didn't make it another second minute mm-hmm. rose ceremony on this show. So the group date ends. Uh, we see her talk to the guys, and she ends up giving the rose to Chasen. Mm-hmm. And then basically it ends. We see them go away to the final cocktail party. We obviously did not have a rose ceremony, but 
She did give Blake the rose to keep him safe because, like I said, he was shaking in his boots. He was convinced he was going home. Uh, One thing that stuck out to me in the conversation between Claire and Blake when she said, I appreciate you kind of breaking the rules. You know, you reached out to me before the season starts, and I appreciated that. I appreciate you making the effort now to come see me. Just don't make it an every night thing, which I like. Like, she set the boundaries. Mm -hmm. That's all she had to say. She didn't have to go into it more. And so I think she's very good about setting boundaries with these men and being very articulate about what she likes and what she's looking for. But, you know, don't cross her. I love it. Claire is a boss. And that's how I feel after we finish every single episode. Like, we already knew that. But now the rest of y'all are figuring Mm -hmm. that out. So I feel like um, it's that time to... We can only do so much when we're observing from a distance, Mm -hmm. Becca. I feel like it's that time to get that inside scoop, that tea. I'm telling you, my pot has been stirring, okay? You know, I we, we've talked to Claire. I was able to interview her with Extra, and I'm, I'm, like, trying to get all the tea that I can. So I'm happy that for the first time we're getting the opportunity to talk to somebody from the season who mm-hmm. had a front row seat to all this drama, to this season we've never seen before. We've already talked about him, none other than the narrator of Claire's season. Now he's <laughs> going to come on and narrate this podcast. At this point, let's just turn this show over to Easy. Welcome. How are you? I am good. I'm excited. Um, I'm in a lovey-dovey mood. I, I, I will say that. I've been listening to some good love jams all day. Ooh. What's on your I, playlist? I'm in my mood. So I, I, I've been listening to some Jodeci. Uh, oh, you, you know, took some it. Love it's you, 90s R&B. Some, some, <laughs> some Love You For Life. Some, you know, Alicia Keys. I, I've been listening to music Soul Child. I'm, I'm in my feelings right now. Easy, why do I get the feeling that you're always in this lovey-dovey mood? Yeah. I am. I'm not going to lie. Let's keep it real. <laughs> I have to start out asking you, you are the first official guy from this season to be on our podcast. How does it feel? Oh, really? Uh-huh. Yes. And this oh, is I'm, the way we want it. I'm, I'm honored. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. No, this is the way we want it because... We, we were talking about you before you got here because <laughs> that's what we do on podcasts, right? <laughs> we were talking about you. But in all positive ways because you are the narrator of the season. But what we love is that you are narrating mm-hmm. the show. And I feel like the narrator is an underrated role. I don't know if you realized that when you were going through it, but it's a role of someone who's respected on both sides, like in the house and by producers. Mm-hmm. And it means that like, you have a lot to say, like good things to say, good oh, observations. Did you I, feel that when you were going through the show? I appreciate that. Like, I, I felt that I was just, I was just kind of just being me. And like the way I kind of live my life is just with no, um, no filters and no, like if I feel something, I say it. And if I, like, I don't hold anything back. So mm-hmm. um, I think that kind of just was just, genuine to like who I am. Um, but no, I didn't feel that. I don't, I didn't feel like I was like the narrator or anything like that, but I mean, hopefully it's a good thing. It, it, it's, great. It is, <laughs> it's a very good thing. I will <laughs> say you have, and I was telling Rachel this, you have such a good mix of being present and the camera loves you. The audience loves you. I feel like your energy is magnetic through the screen, but you like, you're so involved with the guys, but in such a good way, like you aren't dramatic in a negative way and so it's very refreshing to watch like you you don't seem like somebody who i want to say is like a camera whore and just like trying to fight and fight for the camera time yeah um but how is it watching yourself now back on the big screen obviously you lived it but is it weird watching you yeah no it's it's weird because you you live through these moments and it's almost like every conversation and every day you remember in your mind how it went (laughs) and Mm -hmm. then it's like you relive it and you pick up on the smallest things i don't know if you guys have have seen that too but like it's just different and and um i don't know like even kind of just like the interviews and seeing people's feedback and um being able to kind of like pick up on like all right maybe that didn't go over too well you know (laughs) maybe maybe that could have been a little bit better um but no it's good what what's better for you was it is it easier watching it or have having lived through it um having to watch it is is tough i will say that like it's it's um i don't know like you'll see like on the like let's say like a group date you weren't on and you'll see like everything that they did and like all these like little interactions that they had it's almost (laughs) like 
damn, I didn't know it went down like that. Like, okay. Yeah. Like, you know, like, so it's, it's, it's a different point of view. Um, and then, um, obviously the good stuff you, you're, you know, you, you still get the butterflies and, um, all the stuff that you felt in the moment. Um, but yeah, watching back, like all the, the different stuff we didn't get to see is, is new. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about that. I wasn't even going to go there, but look, but now you just, you just opened that, open that, open that limo door, open that uh-huh. limo door and gave me a step segue. So I'm going to step into it. So you obviously don't get to see the limo entrances because, yep. you know, you do yours and you bounce. Maybe y'all look through a window and see some things going on, but, yep. but now you have seen them. Yep. What did you think about Claire's response when Dell walked out the limo? Mm-hmm. Um, I will say this, like, it made like every, I, th- I felt like everything made sense. Like, mm. and um, I, I, I've always been one to say that, like, if you feel the way you feel um, and, you know, it's, it's genuine and you can, it's okay to see somebody and be like, I see a future with them. Um, but yeah, like everything <laughs> made sense. I didn't know <laughs> it was that good. Um, but um, yeah, she was definitely in her feelings. And, um, you can almost just tell by the way she hugged him. Um, and just like the neck, like the neck hugs, like, you know, when you really wrap your, your hands around somebody's neck and like that, that means something. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's it. You know, that like back neck, the back. Neck. <laughs> and, and like, funny because like I was watching, I was like, I didn't feel anything on my neck, man. I, I don't know if I've ever had like the neck hug. No, I'm I do, it, I do it to it's Brian all the time. I oh do it to Brian gosh. all the time. I always grab his neck, uh, yeah. the back of his neck. Yeah. No, that's a thing. And I didn't even realize I did that. Damn, next okay. time I go on a date, I'm going to have to see if I get the, the neck hug. The neck yeah. hug. Yeah, yeah. But if you I don't do get it, it, it's not the one. You do it. Yeah, I don't I think men, no, yeah, men know to do that. You have to do it. Yeah, like, you, it's it's, like you're, you're supposed, like, if that's how you know, like, oh, she was, she was feeling it. Or, like, if you get, like, the friend hug, hug with the pat on oh, the back. Oh, the pat, yeah. But, like, the, the, like the, the buddy pat, hug. Boom, boom. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know that's nice. We are friends. Yeah. Question. How did you get on the show? Like, what what made you mm-hmm. want to do the show? Were you a fan of the show before? We need the details. Yeah, so I I actually watched the show before um, in college, just kind of like with my teammates back at A and M. Football players um, love it. Yeah, you went and to A and M. Wait, Texas A and M. Oh, Texas A and M. Come on now. Oh, Whoa, this interview was absolutely over. I might just what? Go this Texas Five. Do we have Do we have Saul Varsity's horns off? What do you mean? <laughs> disrespect. You're on my podcast. <laughs> Are you from Texas? Yeah, I'm from Allen, Texas. You're from oh, Allen, Dallas. Speaking of, yeah. So sorry, so Rachel, we're, I like I did not even know this. So, so Rachel, you, um, I want to say you know my uh, my receiver coach, um, D. Rob. I, I I felt like. I, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I call him twin. That's yeah. my twin. Oh yeah, my yeah. gosh. D Rod's my guy. We call he, him twin. Get, Ooch. Yes. You guys, get me Texas right is the team. biggest state, and I feel like it's such a small town. Everyone knows people. It's weird. Yeah. Black uh, people. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> it's a small, it's a, no, it really is small. Like it really is a small, even smaller for black people. I feel like not like we're not there. I just feel like there, there's your your two degrees separation from everyone. It's weird. Yeah, easy. Where a, are I'm you now? Where are you this. based now? So I'm in Newport Beach. Um, oh, so yeah, okay. I'm in. I'm That's out bias. in. Uh, yeah, I, I moved out to uh, Orange County um, randomly. So yeah, I'm here. By someone else. Okay, so before I rudely interrupt, no, you rudely interrupted me by talking about Texas A and M. Oh wow! What? <laughs> How did you get on the show, though? Um, yeah, somebody, somebody from uh, the franchise reached out to me, um, and um, at first, like, yeah, because I've watched the show before, and I've I've loved the show, and I'm I'm like a a crazy hopeless romantic, and I I love love stories and all that type of mushy gushy stuff. And so at first I thought somebody was like, you know, like kind of like testing me to see like where I was at. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like we started talking about, you know, what I, you know, what love is and like what I see in a wife and all that type of stuff. And that's when I was like, hey, it's kind of real. Mm-hmm. Um, and just just kind of having those conversations about, you know, what I was looking for. Um, 
that kind of led into a lot of other stuff and it was just right. It was perfect. Um, anybody that knows me knows that this is like the perfect, um, I guess, love story for me. Um, I'm a live in the moment type of person and I go with adventures and, um, doing all this type of stuff. So, um, it's perfect. I want to go off of that because you seem obviously live in the moment, just such an, no pun intended, easygoing guy. Ah, pun intended. (laughs) Intended. Yes. And you just like, you know, I've said it before, but your energy is just contagious. So for you personally, what was it like living? First of all, at this resort, that's a thousand degrees with a bunch of of other dudes essentially competing for just one woman's heart. Yeah. How was that for you personally? Oh man, it's it was so um like I I it was somewhat like football because it's like you have a bunch of like alpha males and a bunch of dudes that are in the same room living in the same house and you know have the same goals or whatever. Um but it was so different because there's so many different personalities. Um that's one thing I I appreciated about the show is everybody had like a different viewpoint on like the same thing. Um, and everybody had their way of doing something. Everybody had their way of talking to Claire. Everybody had um, different things that were specific to them. Um, and the competition aspect uh, at first, I will say it was very chill and and like nobody knew really how everything went. And then like, it got real, <laughs> like, <laughs> like it, it amped up a little bit and you had to like really figure out where you're at and really think about the time you're spending and everything that you were doing uh, to make yourself stand out. Mm-hmm. So you rub Claire's feet. Uh, <laughs> that, it stood out to me. You said where you stand out and I'm thinking mm-hmm. you rubbed Claire's feet. Is that your go-to move or was like she come, you saw her maybe limping or complaining? What happened? Yeah. There? Yeah. So you, you gotta be attentive. You know, that's one thing I have learned. You have to pay attention. And so um, Claire was like, it was, it was a long day. Like it was like, and you guys know how it goes. It's, it was just a long day of like a lot of stuff. And um, we were talking and she was just, you know, she was like, oh, yo, like I've been standing all day, you know, my, my, my feet are, my feet are killing me. And so, you know, I'm just a very, like, I, I want you to feel good regardless, like mm-hmm. whether, however I do that is, is, is a different thing, but I want to go above and beyond to like, make you feel, um, you know, the way that you deserve. So, um, yeah, that was, that was a moment where I was just, I don't know, started to get a rubbing, a little rubbing. <laughs> a little physical touch, <laughs> you know, that it's one of her love touch. languages. Hey, it, it hurts nobody. It's, you well, know, I thought it was great. So <laughs> this, Put it down in my notes. This is a perfect segue because you are one way. And then we saw a completely opposite side to another man, Brandon, who couldn't, who did not seem attentive whatsoever. Couldn't really hold a conversation with Claire. When you watched his conversation with Claire go down, were you surprised? And what was going through your mind when you watched it back? Oh my God. I don't because even you, know need where, to, you need to teach him some pointers. I don't even know where to start. <laughs> like, like, so, so Brandon, all day he was talking about how he wanted to talk to Claire and like he wanted the time and he, he wanted to, to get in there and talk to her. And, and like, even on the date, he, like, he tried to pull her a couple times. Um, and so he was just very aggressive on that date. And I've always said, like, you have to be who you are first. Like, if you're not an aggressive person, don't be aggressive. If you're not like a shy person, don't try to act shy because that's what you think that she likes. And so when, so I'm thinking, okay, well, he has something to say to her. Like he really needs to get this off of his chest. He's, he's going to go out there and do it. Um, and then when he got his time, like watching his time um, was one thing, but he told us, he was like, yeah, I did, like I messed up. Like I, I'm not ready. Like I, I, you know, I'm, I, I think I ruined that. Like not ready to be on the Wait. show and like date her. Not ready. No, like not ready for the moment. Not ready to like talk to her and like not ready to to really um, go in and I guess say what he was gonna say. Was this um, after he put both feet in his mouth or but like what? What, so, what point was this? So yeah, this was this was after. So this was after. Oh, so 
Oh, wait, and so I we saw him go home right away. Yeah, he yeah, yeah. came back and talked to you guys. Yeah, so so he so he was like, I think I think I just messed up. <laughs> really? So what we, that we, were like, we were like, yo, who like messed up like what, dude? It's okay. Like, you know, conversations when you're when you're in this environment, it's tough to um, you know, in the limited amount of, of time that you have, it's tough to communicate everything you want to communicate. It's, it, mm-hmm. it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, things might not go as smooth as you want them to, but I mean, it's going to be okay. But um, watch, like watching it, uh, brother, can you, can you say something? Something, like, anything. Like, <laughs> like, like it was a, it was a train wreck. Like, I don't, I don't know like where he went wrong, but like, I felt like I'm watching. I wanted to reach into the screen and like shake him and be like, "You, it, it's okay. Use your words, man." Mm-hmm. Well, he did use them. He basically said, "You're pretty, and that's all I know about you." Can we talk about something else? Quote from him, actually. That's <laughs> this is why we need Easy as a coach to train these men on what to do on being attentive. I was like, "What?" Like, and and what? Okay, and and so. Jumping on another thing, what I thought was so cool about that too is like Claire gave him so many chances to to correct his mistake. Like she she, she was like, okay, maybe he messed up. Like here is an opportunity for you. So, okay, was there something that you saw about me? Like maybe I you know have these great qualities. Maybe it's you know I'm ambitious. Maybe it's I you know love people. Like what is it about me? And like the fact that. He wasn't able to articulate anything, still say anything mm-hmm. I thought was was shocking. So I I mean, that was mm-hmm. I think he's used to talking about himself. Just an observation. I think, well, and, and, and that's we, why he couldn't talk about her. Even picking apart his body language in that conversation, he sits down, he like kind of leans back and she's just like. She's the one yeah. like pulling anything out of him and he's just so shut down. I want to ask you this easy from a male perspective, because. You're the first guy that we've had on since the season started. I'll try to represent. I'll try to represent. Well, I feel like you're you're a good one to ask this because for me, just as a female watching Claire, she's such a powerhouse. She's so inspiring. Mm. I love how she she says what she needs to say, but does it in a respectful way. Like I just I'm very inspired by her. And now as a man who was able to witness that firsthand you know, interact interactions with you and also these other men. What's your take on that? Do you, do you have those same feelings when you watch her and, and do you have just this utmost respect for her? Like, what's it like as a man watching her? Um, I, yeah, I thought it was refreshing. Like, and that, that's something that drew me closer to her because like when she says something, she's not like dancing around anything. Mm-hmm. And especially, especially like, let's go back to that, that Brandon situation. Like, she clearly it wasn't what she wanted and like it wasn't the way that she wanted to go or whatever. And like, she could have just kept him and been like, okay, that conversation sucked. But she was like, no, like I know what I want and I've been through this before. So um, I'm not, not going to waste your time. I'm, I'm just going to, you know, cut it and and move on. And so just seeing like that and, and other things that she's done in the house, um, was was kind of inspiring because like I said, like anybody could just go along with anything and just mm-hmm. go along with the script. And she was more of like, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna make this uh this uh journey my own mm-hmm. and yeah. uh I'm gonna play with my roles. Yeah. Think talking about things that sucked, let's talk about Yosef. <laughs> okay. Oh my now, there, there is so much that went we down. Got time. Like, oh my we time. god. We have time. So we only have seen, and, and that really, I was going to ask you this question. We've seen a piece of it and it's, it's not looking good. Okay? Yeah. We're not liking what we see from him. Anytime I see him on camera, mm-hmm. it's not good. Yeah. So I can only imagine what it was like being right there. Cause you guys, and, and also look, this is a side question. You guys didn't all live in the same house. You had roommates. Yep. Um, he wasn't your roommate, was he? No, shout out to Jason, uh, my roommate, my roommate. Oh, preg- pregnant man. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jason. He's, we, we, we speak highly of him here on yeah, this podcast. Yeah, Jason's the man. Um, okay, but what was he like off camera? Was he just as bad, worse, better? Because you know uh, he's going to come out and say he was edited, so. Yeah. The thing about Yosef is 
there was there was definitely red flags with Yosef, and I'll say that like, and everybody kind of picked up on it, like just the way he talked to people, um, mm-hmm. and just the way he kind of acted around the house. Um, but I don't know if I was just naive or I just I believe in um, you know there's all there's good in everybody, and it just you know some people are maybe not comfortable in in an environment. Um, and maybe they just act different because, you know, he had a situation with his daughter where he was missing her. And so it's like, I gave him the benefit of the doubt. And like, I was like, okay, dude, like, it's okay. But, um, yeah, like him talking for Riley, uh, don't ever do that. Right. <laughs> like, like don't right. talk for the group, please. Like we're grown men. Um, and then just like him speaking up for the guys that were on the date like you weren't on the date bro that's why i was so hung up on his like how adamant he was against the state he wasn't even there he didn't even witness it so like did anyone say hey chill you weren't even there you didn't have to take your shirt and your shorts off you didn't have to wear this jock strap and run around with your little buns out uh with your little buns out um um, yeah it's like i think it would have been different if you saw like damar or um Blake, um, <laughs> God damn it, Blake, um, or 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 anybody just like you know speak up and be like, no, that wasn't cool. But to have somebody that wasn't on the date that didn't see the context of anything and didn't even like you weren't on the date, so how can you like raise an issue something that you're not involved with? So um, I don't know, just little things like that. It's you pick up on and. At some point, somebody's true character is going to come out. And I think um, for him, you're, you're kind of seeing that. Mm-hmm. How did you feel about the dodgeball date? Because people are split on it. And yeah. you were there. You played in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, won the games. The other oh, yeah. team sucked. <laughs> He's Red like, ball. oh, yeah. No big deal. <laughs> I, I love dodgeball. Like, can I just say, if I, there was no way if I wasn't clear that I would have I played in the game. Yeah. Side note, I'm taking a little detour here. I was a PE teacher for a year. What? And uh, yes. I okay. never knew this. So dodgeball every day. Okay. Every day. <laughs> no lie. We would roll this dice and it, and um if it landed on dodgeball, we play. If it didn't, we still played. Every single day I had those kids playing dodgeball. I was a substitute teacher. I would have been terrified to have you as my teacher. Oh my god. Why? Oh, no, well, I'm also say, ter- that, I'm terrified of dodgeball. Oh my gosh, no, the girl called me Big Sister. I don't know how I had them pass their physical fitness test. Like this was <laughs> Duncanville. So you'll you'll understand what I'm talking about. Dallas. This was in Duncanville. I was substitute teacher. Okay. <laughs> um, anyways, I I people are people are split on how they feel about the dodgeball date. How did you feel being in it? Yeah. Um like I'll say like being a competitor and already like like I'm in that mindset of like when we started playing at first like with Claire and everything, um, it was, it was fun and it was fun in games and everything like that. But once Chris Harrison said like, we're playing for extra time with Claire and like, you can see everybody's face, like it's game faces. Like we're strategizing, like, mm-hmm. like Joe is like taking us through like line drills, like outside, <laughs> like Garen is like practicing his run up. Like we're practicing strategy and matchups. We're analyzing every single person. Like, Blake has a bum knee, like Kenny's, you know, fast or whatever. So we're, it gets serious. And, and so something's on the line. So like, that's, that kind of ups everything up. Easy. I'm referring to the nakedness. Yeah, I know. I know. Simply, <laughs> simply the nakedness. We're talking about the balls. We're talking about balls here. Okay. The real detail. And so, and so when, when, when Claire, when Claire says that it's strip dodgeball, that ups it a whole nother level. And so it's serious. Like everybody's like, okay, like we're playing for real. And so everybody knew what we were playing for. Like it was, it, it was okay to everybody. Like we all knew like, okay, like I'm not going to lose because I don't, I don't want to let my balls hang right now. That's not what I want to do. And so um, everybody knew what was going on. And so to everybody on that date, at least, at least to me, everybody felt okay with what we were doing. Like we knew what we signed up for. um, And it was all in good fun. Like it was, I mean, it was fun on my part because I won, Mm -hmm. Um, but everything was fine. And then I think 
it took a turn when, <laughs> when, when the guys walked home and, and all that type of stuff. But um, yeah, like I, I think everybody that was on that date kind of has the same feelings of like, man, that was funny. That was a crazy date. Like mm-hmm. it, like a lot was on the line. Mm-hmm. And it didn't. And I think too, kind of what Rich is talking about is like it didn't seem overly sexualized. Like it did. The men were objects. Like it yeah. seemed all in good fun and just in good jest. And you know, obviously, you wanted to win. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, no. I mean, listen. Uh, I will say, Kenny is a sex symbol. Like, come on, bro. <laughs> He's like a block of muscle. Kenny? Like nothing even jiggles or shook on him. Was he on the losing team? Kenny was on the lose. Like, it was like. Let's be honest. Kenny wanted to lose. Kenny wanted to take his shorts off. Yeah. Was it really a loss? That, that's I'm, a great question. Yeah, Kenny, Kenny, Kenny beat the system. Like, he was like, <laughs> okay, we're going to lose because, like, I'm going to show what I got. Like, goodness. Yeah. Who who loved camera time on the show? Mm-hmm. Who, who wanted to? Who was always like, I'll do a man chat. I'll do an interview. Uh, I don't know if I can say. Easy, I do have to ask you this, though. Who had the best abs? Um... Other Becca's than Kenny? Self- doing this selfishly. I'm doing this very herself. selfishly, yes. I need to know. <laughs> uh, other than Kenny, uh, whew, that's a great question. I would say Brandon, maybe? Brandon, ba- Brandon, 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 Brandon. Yeah, I think so. Oh, oh, oh. He was on the date? Oh, well, no, just I walking mean, around the house. But, okay. but nobody, nobody's, I mean, it's Kenny. Come on, let's 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 be. Yeah, even Claire pointed. Kenny it out. is a Ken doll. Seriously. Yeah, it's it's Kenny. Come on. What you seem to be close to so many of the guys. Is the group chat popping? Um. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like it's yeah it's it's interesting because it's anytime anything happens, um, like or anytime anybody like remembers like one thing, like the group chat like will go off, and I have to turn my phone on silent, but. Um, yeah, you know y'all are y'all are chattier than women. Yeah, you know, you yeah. know how it goes. That's a thousand percent real. Oh, to be a fly in the wall with all of you men. Easy, before we let you go, we have to ask. Now, usually we ask like the rose and thorn. So what is your best and worst moment from this episode for you? Um best and worst. Um, I'd say best moment would be just that like time that I had with Claire, um, just because it was more like, I felt that we let our, our, our guards down and like all our walls came down and we were just talking as humans. Um, our first conversation, it was, yeah, it was loose and it was cool and everything like that. But, um, obviously there's just so much tension and so much stuff going on that night that I thought that, um, I don't know. We had like pretty good moments um, on the dodgeball date. Um, worst moment, I don't know, is just seeing Claire upset. Like, Aww. and that's that's one thing that always hits home for me because it's uh, like seeing somebody that upset and that hurt by something and not being able to do anything about it is just so. I, I don't know. Like that that kills me. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, really just seeing sweet. her. That's really sweet, but I really do. I really do have one more, one more question. What was it like for you being a black man on Claire's season, or and just a part of the franchise? Yeah, so it like I'll say this: this season, um, this season has just been very different. And like I said, like I've watched the show before, and so it's been like eye opening um, to be able to be a part of it because like I've watched it and I've always been like, okay, that's cool for them, but they don't look like me. So I'm like, I'm never going to, that doesn't like speak to me. And like, I'm never going to have that chance or I I don't, you know, I'm not going to be in that world or be able to love like that or whatever that is. And so, um, Rachel, I commend you on this too. Like I, I've known you before from, you know, being the first, um, to do it and like all the, all the stuff that you've accomplished and, and done and like that you're doing now, that's awesome to see, um, people of color, like doing great things and, and like it being highlighted, you know, and like seeing love highlighted in different colors, you know? And so, 
um, for me, I thought it was, it was just awesome just to be a part of it and to live it. And, um, that maybe like next year, years down the road, people are going to be like, okay, well, easy looked like me and easy acts yeah. like me, whatever. So I, I feel like I can do this or do that. So mm-hmm. mm, well said yeah. easy. Yes. It's everything. This interview was what we thought it would be and more. You do not disappoint. <laughs> you have to come back. We'll have to, yeah, we'll have to have you back. Please. Mm-hmm. Please, and let's have I feel drinks. Like you'll be Please. around. Oh yeah, but yeah. You're in California. DM us. DM yeah, us, I am DM down us, the seriously. road. Yeah, you're you're our neighbor. Let's DM go. Oh, uh, Becca, you know I like to keep my Bachelor Nation family small, but mm-hmm. I'm I'm so welcoming Easy in. Like, I, he was he was fantastic. Yes, it was so good. He's won since I mean since night one. I feel like he was a fan favorite. He's so great to watch. And so I'm so happy we had him today. Um, we're definitely going to have to plan a time when we can get together with him. Oh, yeah. Just down the road. Absolutely. We definitely will. And, like- and, and I feel like we'll have more great conversations. Yes. Or controversial. We'll get more tea. That's for sure. Things that yeah. we can't see get on the podcast that we'll get. Mm-hmm. But, I, but I do hope to have him on later on just because he's fun to talk to. Um, yeah, I hope we see more of him. But that is a wrap for us today. There's obviously more fun to be had. So make sure you guys keep following us each and every week. The show will be Tuesday nights at 8, 7 central on ABC. And next week we pick up with a dramatic rose ceremony. So I can't wait to see Mm. what happens with that. Who's staying, who's going. And we also have a spa date. I'm a little bit upset that we weren't invited to this, Rachel. But, you know, we'll have our own. And we also have a good old-fashioned roast hosted by comedian Margaret Cho. And if next episode is anything like what we've already seen, Rachel, you know it's not going to disappoint. I wouldn't have had any friends after the roast. Okay, you guys. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they, they know they know who to give the roast to and who not to <laughs> you guys we say this every single time but please make sure you have everything you need for this election it's so 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 important we're getting down to the wire at this point and just uh, things are getting more crucial so if you need more information on how and where to vote please visit rockthevote.org slash warner media every single vote counts whether you're voting in person or mailing in your ballot be prepared meet your deadlines but also be an informed voter Because you're not just voting in the presidential election, you're probably going to be voting on other things as well and a lot of propositions, specifically if you're in California. There's a lot on the table. Okay, and one last thing since we are on the subject of voting. The People's Choice Awards are just around the corner, and this year The Bachelor has been nominated in not one, but two categories. The first is the show of 2020, and the second is for the competition show of 2020. So please, please, please make sure you go out and vote for our favorite show because we, of course, want to see it succeed. Now, you can vote up to 25 times per category, per day, per method. So each day, just take a few minutes to go out and vote because what are you waiting for? It's open until Friday, October 23rd. So please don't miss out. Just head to pca.eonline.com to cast your votes today. And before you guys go, we've got a lot happening this week. Don't forget to check out Clickbait with Bachelor Nation. We have Joe that wants to give you the lowdown right now. So take it away. All right, Rachel and Becca, thank you for letting me jump on. I got a breakdown for you guys this week's Clickbait episode. Of course, we got to talk about The Bachelorette. It was the premiere and there's a lot of clickbait swirling around it. We got into Emily in Paris, my favorite Chicago deep dish. Would you invite your ex to a wedding? I don't know. We talk about it and we had two great guests on the Tom Toms, Tom Sandoval and Tom Schwartz. They're hysterical. They got a restaurant. They got a cocktail book. They've been locked down in quarantine just like us. And we are breaking it down. We had so many laughs. You guys can listen to us every Thursday. We're releasing a new podcast. Follow us at ClickbaitBN on Instagram. I love you guys. I want to hear from you. DM me. You guys don't want to miss an episode. Make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to your podcast. Trust me, you don't want to miss this. Subscribe, subscribe. As always, as always, follow us on social at Bachelor Happy Hour on Instagram and at Batch Happy Hour on Facebook and Twitter. Last but not least, do not forget to subscribe to our podcast on all Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Wondery app, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We're back covering Bachelor episodes. We got the best ones in town. I don't care what anybody else says. 
So this year, I'm really focused on my health, sticking to a routine, and that's why I've been loving Symbiotica. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies out right now, and they're one of the only brands that are wholly committed to your health. They don't use any seed oils, no preservatives or toxins in their supplements. They source the best ingredients from all around the world, and they're super easy to take when you're on the go. They also taste good. I try to stay really consistent with my morning routine and something that I always include is taking my supplements every single day. I've been taking these Symbiotica supplements and loving them. My goal has been to support my immune system with the supplements that I've been taking. So I've been taking them every morning with my coffee and my breakfast. Joe does as well. And I've been really loving the results that I've been seeing. My routine, I have my eggs in the morning, I take a Symbiotica and I'm ready to take on the day, hit the gym, I'm more alert, I just feel good. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use Bachelor for 15% off your subscription order. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.